As I mentioned, in today's program, um, we have tried to incorporate a few different um, ways of showing some presentations. So we have two videos, um, and um, we will now be showing um, the first video by Franz Cronier, who unfortunately couldn't be here today. He is the co-founder and managing director of Data Profit, and um, his video today will be dealing with machine learning in a manufacturing context. France um, is the co-founder of Data Profit, which is a Cape Town-based company specializing in the development of machine learning solutions for manufacturing. They've been involved in a wide range um, of machine learning projects from emotion recognition with computer vision to e-discovery with natural language um, processing, so definitely on the cutting edge. Prior to starting Data Profit, he completed his Master's of Science in Mathematics, as well as his Honours Degree um, in Actual Science at the University of Cape Town. In addition, he's also been involved in management consulting, working at Bain and Company. Please enjoy the video. Hi, I'm Franz Cronier, the Managing Director and Co-Founder of Data Profit. Today I'm going to take a moment to explain some of the work that we do. Data Profit is a machine learning company. We were established back in 2014 and we're a team of 30. Uh, based predominantly in Greenpoint, the average profile of someone working at Data Profit is someone who holds a postgraduate in a related field. Typically statistics, mathematics, uh, computer science or engineering. I myself come from a background of actuarial science, management consultancy and I hold my postgraduate, uh, specifically my masters, in statistics. The work that we do day to day is the development of specific solutions for different industries uh, that incorporate machine learning models. The bulk of our focus is within the manufacturing sector. Before I go into the work that we've done within Omni, I'd like to just talk briefly about a couple of the interesting consulting uh, pieces of work that we have done. Our consulting work I've loosely categorized here within uh, three different categories. Um, that includes predictive prescriptive, which is your kind of regular type uh, modeling, computer vision, which is kind of much more uh, deep learning within the convolutional neural network space, as well as natural language processing, which is your typical, or which is typically something like a time series model, such as a recurrent neural network. Uh, that work spans multiple different sectors. Some of the kind of the more interesting projects that we've done includes uh, emotion recognition for a games company called Bandai Namco. There we included, um, a, we included a convolutional neural network to recognize the emotion upon someone's face, such that the game that they were playing would adapt to how they were feeling. Separately, we've done work within the legal space, including the classification of legal documents uh, in a process called e-discovery. There, ahead of a uh, court case in the process of discovery, uh, lawyers would typically have to classify whether a document is or is not relevant uh, to the case and then turn over relevant cases to the opposing party. In large corporate cases, there can be hundreds of thousands of emails, and so e-discovery is the process of doing that with a machine learning algorithm to discover the relevancy of that specific document, rather than having a team of paralegals review all of those documents. Outside of that, we've done a lot of uh, more typical predictive work, such as uh, fraud prediction within the non-underwritten uh, life space. Um, uh, next best action for customers, best time to call, and kind of a slew of other projects such as that. The work we do within the manufacturing sector 
is a product that we've developed called Omni. Omni focuses on providing our manufacturing customers the optimal control parameters for their manufacturing plant. So then in the course of manufacturing any good, you start with a raw material and you finish with a uh, good by taking that good through various different um, value adding steps. For example, within the foundry space, you might melt down iron, pour that iron into a sand mold, knock the sand off and end with an engine block. Within the automobile assembly space, you start with all the uh, components of a vehicle, you, you assemble those components to end with a finished vehicle. Within the ore refinery space, you'll start with the unrefined ore and finish with a refined uh, good that you're seeking to extract from that ore. Uh, within the steel mill space, you'll start with scrap steel, melt that down, and turn that into I-beams or various different strands of steel. In the course of the production of that item, there are a host of different control parameters that different manufacturing plants uh, will seek to control. These are typically referred to as your process parameters, and every process parameter will have a set point where the, you know, the manufacturer would like uh, that item to be produced at, as well as a set of limits around that set point to account for natural variation. Things such as the temperature of the iron that you're pouring into the sand mold, or the amperage of the spot weld that you um, are welding. When producing any of those items, the manufacturer will be seeking to control the process, such that the good that they finish with is within tolerance or specification. And when those run out of bounds, that manufacturer often produces then a defective good. The control of those parameters is a field referred to as statistical process control, SPC. That's done through very kind of traditional frequentist uh, statistics um, and often has to assume independence of various different parameters. That assumption of independence, as I mentioned previously, is often the result of just practicality of simplicity. And you can quickly begin, begin to see why when you consider things such as oil refinement where there may be more than 50,000 parameters governing uh, the extraction of the finished product out of the ore. It's simply too difficult for anyone to perform that level of analysis with your traditional work, and this is where machine learning really comes to the forefront. So Omnia is an AI solution which takes into account all of that production data, along with the quality data, which defines whether the produced good is good or bad. Uh, ingesting all of that data, as I mentioned, is quite a complex task uh, from your traditional modeling perspective, but your deep learning models, given the breadth of data that they can ingest and the level of interaction that they can infer out of data, make this a particularly well-suited task for that body of theory. Omni is uh, the product that we've developed that uh, wraps a series of deep learning models to provide our manufacturing customers with those optimal parameters. Separately to that, because it then begins to learn uh, those optimal settings, it can also provide the process engineers that govern that manufacturing plant a learnt digital twin. Within the context of manufacturing, digital twins refer to a simulated version of a factory which allow process engineers to test different ideas. We refer to this as a learnt digital twin because it doesn't embody the physical relationships uh, in the process, but rather it's learnt those physical relationships where it's, uh, that manufacturing plant has experienced them and allows then the engineer to 
test different ideas within different degrees of confidence. Independently of that, we've also built a computer vision system which inspects the final good to recognize whether there are defects on the surface of it. We refer to this as Omnivision. A couple of our customers include Atlantis Foundries, which smelts over 60,000 tons of iron every year, Godal, who is the largest producer of long steel, so your structural steel for buildings in the Americas. And we've gone on to win a number of competitions, including the Mercedes-Benz Innovation Challenge for this work. I'm going to cut now to a quick explainer video that uh, gives you a bit more detail as to how Omni functions. Say hello to DataProfit. We're a team of engineers, computer scientists, statisticians and mathematicians who've made it our mission to be at the forefront of artificial intelligence for the manufacturing sector. Together, we've created Omni, a manufacturing optimization solution designed to predict and eliminate defects and scrap and improve yield in the production process. Omni uses both supervised and unsupervised AI algorithms to identify high-yield process parameters in even the most complex, multi-step manufacturing environment. Let's take one of the largest foundries in the Southern Hemisphere as an example. Despite having numerous statistical process controls in place, one of their biggest challenges was the late discovery of subsurface defects that incur significant and unnecessary shipping costs and delayed order fulfillments. Enter Omni. With Omni's ability to learn from historical production data, it quickly identified optimal set points for process parameters, all within the existing tolerance limits. The Data Profit team begins by ensuring that all necessary data is digitized, no matter where or in what shape that data might be, stitching together every variable and value along the manufacturing line to create a single view upon which Omni can work its magic. Omni is then able to predict when defective products will occur and prescribe the ideal operating parameters to maximize yield and lower scrap. For the first time, the client could clearly see how various process parameters affect production states and the resultant outputs. The solution was integrated as a web-based dashboard that pushes alerts to the right control engineer, bringing to their attention recommended changes to the process parameters and augmenting their current quality control methods. In a process where defects arise through no traditionally understood operational fault, Omni was able to reduce otherwise unforeseeable costs and, for the first time ever, reduce external scrap rate to 0%. Without any business changes, Omni doubled the client's profits within the first month of its implementation. And these results are by no means exclusive to foundries. Omni was created to assist any factory, regardless of size, automation, materials or standards. It's designed to seamlessly work on top of existing platforms and environments. Because Omni is AI, it continuously learns and adapts to changes on the line, resulting in higher yields over time. Welcome to the world of Omni. I wanted to provide you a bit more context behind the actual algorithms that sit beneath this solution. We work within a deep learning space uh, which embodies a lot of the recent neural network and uh, academic research that's driven a lot of the hype and results uh, out of academia. Uh, we make extensive use of a couple different algorithms. One of them includes variational autoencoders. This is a deep learning model that l learns a representation, 
a lower dimensional representation of the inputs. It is an unsupervised technique that is very good at describing the latent space. A variational autoencoder will take in a set of data, for example that matrix of numbers on the left hand side demonstrated that by that blue square, uh, use that set of numbers and try and recreate that, that uh, input through a constraint. Typically that constraint is just a narrowing to a lower set of dimensions. In the bottom right hand side of the slide you can see uh, an autoencoder through different training epochs. What it, it is ingesting there is a vector that is 784 long representing a handwritten digit and each different color represents a different handwritten digit. As the model learns, it begins to discover the differences between those handwritten digits without ever knowing the label of it. We've then gone on to color the different dots to represent those different digits, but as you can see, towards the end of the training, it has built an understanding that some of those digits are different to each other and it's grouped the 10 different classes uh, together. The bulk of our work is based within Python where we make use of a couple different deep learning libraries in order to build these models. The capability of the team is such, uh, allows us to design these algorithms for our specific clients in the way that we think that they are uh, best suited. This slide represents the production history of a foundry. What we've done is we've taken all production parameters and compressed them down to two dimensions and then plotted each unit, each engine block, as it is produced by that foundry into the space. What you can see is that there is a lot of natural variation in the course of any uh, production. There are certain different areas where the manufacturing plant spends a large part of time producing and the blue underneath the scatter plot represents that density over the period of two years. On the right hand side you can see the defect rate of this manufacturing site. This particular site tracks two different types of defect rates, both internal and external defect rates. That there is still a large amount of variance despite the existing control process is almost a symptom of the fact that their existing control process cannot uh, eliminate defects entirely. In this next slide, we've got that same represented representation of that production plant, except this time they've been following our uh, suggested process control adjustments uh, produced by Omni. Immediately you can see that the process is far better controlled. Uh, we maintain that manufacturing plant at a specific operating region and the, you can begin to see how the defect rate decreases over the course of a year. Through the use of Omni and following its suggested edits to their process control parameters we managed to reduce this customer down to 0% defect rate. This is achieved through several different things. One, Omni's ability to interpret the interaction between all of the variables. Uh, but this goes further than just that. Uh, because as a system it can view production variables across the whole environment rather than just any one station, we can communicate between process engineers effectively. So where previously process engineers were working independent of each other and controlling just their area of the line. Uh, here, they're working in cooperation through Omni coordinating them. This means when the 
process engineer at the beginning of the line accepts a set of raw material which is different from the ordinary raw material and he makes a set of adjustments to the line. The next process engineer is informed of those adjustments and given the set of uh, edits to his process parameters to take that into account. Usually that second process engineer wouldn't be mindful of any changes made up the line and he then have to make corresponding changes almost on the fly to his part of the line. Separately to that, because Omni is function as a machine learning model and is continuously reading the data and continuously providing feedback, their control paradigm is far more active than it was before. This means where they'd usually realize a defect, perform something termed root cause analysis upon that defect in order to discover whether, or rather the cause of it, and then make the adjustment, all of which is very much a human process and very much uh, kind of bounded by just how long it takes to perform that analysis. Um, now, Omni does that all of the time in a continuous manner and provides the corrective action to each of the process control engineers. On this slide, we've applied Omni to a single weld robot. Within the context of stud welding, when attaching a stud to the chassis of a vehicle, there are a couple of different parameters that interact strongly with each other. The control of those parameters needs to be done in cooperation, such that the final weld is good. So here you'd have one of those robotic arms fitted with a weld head in order to stud weld uh, onto the chassis of a vehicle. In the course of stud welding, there are a series of different parameters that interact very strongly with each other. And despite it being a robotic assembly line, there is still a large amount of variance in those welds, as you can see on the left-hand side. On the right-hand side, what we've discovered within uh, the analysis of those process parameters is there are four different operating regions uh, that the stud welding robot works within, one of which being particularly good and three of which being particularly poor. Omni then prescribes kind of the right set of parameters on an ongoing basis to that robot such that it continues to operate in the good region. We've applied Omni to a couple of different sites, as mentioned at the beginning, including the automobile assembly space. In this context, we used Omni to improve the weld stations and managed to reduce the number of weld defects that they incur by 75%. This represents quite a substantial saving to them as they don't no longer have to stop the line to fix uh, any stud weld uh, errors that occur in the course of the production of a vehicle and thus kind of improving the capacity of this space. A big part of our work is ensuring that the results that we produce are accepted. Within the context of Omni, it's making sure that the customer and the user of the system is familiar with the output that we're providing them. To that extent, there's a great deal of system engineering that we perform in order to provide those numbers into their control plans, their methodology of uh, setting up their machinery such that they are familiar or at least associate the numbers that we provide them with their regular process. So we go to a great deal of uh, effort to make sure that we don't change their process and rather just inject our numbers into a system that they're already comfortable with. This slide ex shows one of those control plans where we've just in introduced a small set of numbers uh, that if they follow they will result in a much better good. 
a small set of numbers or those red numbers highlighted there, which indicate those set points, control limits and tolerance limits uh, that Omni produces. Separately to that, we're also providing feedback to their managers. And we, we like emphasizing the fact that as a company, we're not a BI company. We're not a dashboarding company, but we still need to provide information. And thus we still do have to provide a dashboard, but we keep our dashboards very light uh, and put a fair bit of effort into making sure that the small set of information that we present on that dashboard is valuable. This means we take into account various different variable importances when doing uh, the evaluation when Omni is running. And we highlight those uh, variables that are the most important ones for the customer to change, uh, how they're drifting, what effect they will have uh, when they drift out of control. This is brought to the attention of the manager of the different sites such that they can then uh, feed back to their operators to ensure that their system is running in control. Very much kind of the spirit of Omni is to augment a manufacturing site uh, such that uh, the, we're improving uh, the human operators on the line, sharing experience out of that historic data, providing the site manager with um, a line of sight across his uh, plant such that he, can, he is comfortable that it's re remaining in control. It's only kind of one of the, the uh, interesting pieces of feedback we got from one of our customers is their biggest perceived value of Omni is that they are, can now rest comfortably knowing that their plant is going to produce the same quality good day in, day out. Independently of Omni, we've also produced a product called OmniVision. This is quite a neat application of computer vision um, as an area of uh, machine learning. So we make use of a number of different computer vision algorithms in order to recognize defects on the surface of different items. A big component of uh, this system and the way it was designed was to enable the operator to provide the system with labeled data because typically within the image space you do not have a large quantity of it. And so this system incorporates or rather augments a quality control inspection station, allows the operator to indicate if there is a defect and then learns from th that data such that in the future that system would gradually go on to run autonomously without uh, the operator having to oversee it. That brings me to the end of, of this presentation. If you're interested in finding out more, please visit our website at dataprofit.com or email us directly at info at dataprofit.com. Thank you very much for your time. So given that um, our speaker isn't here, um, as he indicated, if you have any questions, please contact him directly.